Hello, and welcome to the Anyone Can Change podcast with me, your host, Emma Dunwoody. For the first 20 years of my adult life, I lived a life that I thought I should live. I married the man, we had the kids, I had the career, we had all the things. However, most of the time, I felt sad, unfulfilled, and lost. At 28, I was diagnosed with depression and panic disorder. And as it turns out, this was one of the greatest gifts of my life because that was the time I first fell in love and became obsessed with human behavior. Why do we do the things we do and how can we change it? This podcast is going to be a place where I share everything from my years of study and experience with my hundreds of clients and thousands of hours to serve you to give you what you need so that you can create the change that you have long been desiring. So join me on this journey, mind, body and spirit, so that you can change too. Hey, 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 and welcome to podcast number seven. Now, before I get into the topic for today, I do want to say a huge thank you for all the feedback. I am so grateful that these uh, um, podcasts are supporting you out there and it really makes um, makes me super happy to hear that they are really serving. So thank you. Now, I know the podcasts that we have done already A lot of it is about laying down the foundations. It's about understanding what's going on, whether it's in our our mind, our brain, um, or what's going on around us, how we function to create the things we create in our life. What I mean by that is we've touched on things like self-worth, which is so important because we do create from our self-worth. Because if we don't think we're worthy of something, so if we don't think we're worthy of earning $150,000, $250,000, a million, then we won't be able to create that because our unconscious mind will not be on board with it. So self-worth was a biggie. Uh, We talked about responsibility, being able to step into the driver's seat and seeing that the way we interpret our world and being able to come from a place of conscious um, reacting as opposed to being reactionary to our life and how our life uh, happens, that our, ha- our life happens for us, not to us. That was another really important one. And we've been talking about the foundation habits of meditation, gratitude and journaling, which is huge. So if you haven't listened to it, please listen to it because it's another one of these real foundations that we want to be building our muscle of focus and stillness through meditation. We want to be focusing our attention on the things we're grateful for because what we appreciate appreciates. And we also want to be getting into our journal so that we can get these things that go round and round our, our mind, out of our mind and onto a piece of paper where we can do something about it. So a lot of the things we've already spoken about are real fa- uh, foundation habits, um, awarenesses that we can take us from being unconscious to conscious, from taking us from being a passenger in our life to being the driver. Now today, I'm going to talk about focus. Focus is where we really start to create the change. Okay, so this is probably step one, when you know what you don't want, and you do know what you do want, 
which is then we can start to create the change. So let's start at the beginning with the end in mind, as Stephen Covey puts it. If you haven't read the book, uh, Seven, Seven Habits of the Highly Effective People, it's written by Stephen Covey. It was probably one of my top 10 books while I was studying and um, starting my business. So get onto that. It's good. So today's episode is about starting with the end in mind. We need to know where we're headed so we get there. Because wherever our attention goes, energy flows. Quantum physics, which I'm going to tell, touch on a little bit more in detail in a minute, literally tells us how our energy works. But first, let's start at the beginning. Now, our brain, where everything starts, right? We have a thing in our brain called the negativity bias. Okay, so it's a part of the oldest part of our brain, what I call the caveman brain, um, that it's like a default switch that takes us back to things like focusing on the problem, focusing on the worst case scenario, what could go wrong, all of those things. So the negativity bias. Now, the negativity bias was created back when we were cavemen. And when we went out um, and left the safety of the tribe and went out to go hunting, it was really important that our brain could alert us of every possible um, problem, danger, crisis, because it was very, very often, 99% of the time, life or death. Now, the brain itself didn't have layers, let's say. It didn't say that a saber-toothed tiger was more dangerous than a bunny rabbit. Anything that was um, a threat was dangerous. And that, so that meant that our brain would see all threats as exactly the same. Now, this part of the brain has not actually evolved since we were cavemen. So this is the way the, um, we still see the world and our unconscious mind and ego, which we'll talk a little bit more about, are constantly on high alert, or at least the, the negativity bias is on high alert to make sure that we don't come across any of this danger. The thing is, though, that now in the world that we live in, it treats the danger of a pending death from said saber-toothed tiger in the same way that it would treat um, someone saying something not very nice to you and you could potentially be rejected from the group. So the fear, the the actual scope of fear that this part of our brain um, technically should have evolved into just doesn't exist. So this negativity bias is, is what keeps, come, keeps bringing our focus back to problems, danger, what could go wrong, okay? Now, as a part of our brain, there's a part of our brain called the reticular activating system. And that is the part of our brain that controls focus. Now, the RAS will default and align with the negativity bias if we remain unconscious. However, if we choose to become more conscious and uh, drive the bus, if you like, 
then we start to engage with our RAS ourselves, which is what we're learning all about today. And that is to begin to get clear on what we want to achieve. One of the things that I hear so often with my one-on-one clients, especially in the beginning when we're going through their, um, you know, where they are now and what they want to create, I will simply ask them, well, what would you like to focus on? Or what would you like to create? And they will go in and tell me exactly what they don't want. And this is why they're getting exactly what they don't want in life. Have a think about it just now for me. Think about the last hour or even today. What have you been focusing on? Has it been what you want or what you don't want? Even more than that, have a think about the media that you consume, whether it's TV or radio or newspapers, um, podcasts, whatever it is, have a think about it. Are the people focusing on what they want or what they don't want? Well, this podcast, I want you, with this podcast, I should say, I want you to draw a line in the sand and start to take ownership of your reticular activating system. How do you do that? Okay, the way we do that is we begin to get clear on what we want to create and who we want to become. So first of all, often when people start with um, with coaching or with wanting to change their life going through some sort of program or reading a book, whatever it may be, the, f- the question is, what do you want to create? Now, it isn't actually, when you're in that place, it's not the easiest question to answer because you're so used to building the muscle of what you don't want. Because the more we do, it's whether it's in your in your brain, it's a thinking pattern, neural pathway, Whatever it is, it's the same as your bicep. The more you use it, the bigger it gets. So the more unresourceful patterns you run or neural pathways you run, the deeper they get, the stronger they get. So starting with focus is all about beginning to build a new muscle. Now, because you've been doing your meditation and your gratitude and your journaling, you've already started to build the muscle of what you do want. So when we come to creating what we want, want to focus on, we want to start with the things that we do know. Many people can fall down because they're like, well, I don't know exactly what I want. It doesn't matter if you know exactly or you don't know exactly. That's not the point. All I want you to start to do is build the muscle of what do I want to create? What do I know for sure now? Do you want to create a more loving relationship? Do you want to create um, a career or a business, let's say, a business that you love? Do you want to um, have a promotion, get a promotion or a new job? You don't need to know exactly what that is at the outset. It's just beginning to build the pieces together, putting the brick upon the brick. Okay, so we start in the beginning One of the best questions we can ask ourselves is, what don't you want? Write that down. Get that all out. Because knowing what we don't want is incredibly powerful. Because we can literally then, from that list, flip it and go, cool, okay, well, if we don't want all all of this, what's the opposite? Do I want that? Do I want that? Do I want that? 
And then you can start to understand or start to get a picture of what it is that you want to create. Okay, so let's say you know what you want to create. Let's say it's um, a promotion or a new job. So it's important that once you have created your focus, you have to maintain it. So by doing something every single day to stay connected to it. So let's say it's a job. Now, you've, you may have heard people talk about vision boards. This was something for me that never really worked because I couldn't take it with me. I created a book that I would have next to my bed to keep me connected to it. And that sort of went, sometimes that worked, sometimes it didn't. Now, the thing that works the most powerfully for me is my journal and just kept connecting in with it every day or even every few days on what I'm creating to stay connected to the outcome. Whatever way you do it, it's important that you check in on a daily basis with what you're creating. Because what will happen is that you will have the negativity bias kick in, old patterns will take over, and you will snap back to the way you were. Now, the thing about focus is when we say what you focus on is what you get, let me tell you a little bit more about the science behind that. Not only are we engaging our brain and our reticular activating system, getting our unconscious mind on board and the supercomputer between our ears, doing all the little hows, working out all the little answers and governing the behavior that comes with that. It's also important to understand the quantum physics, okay? The quantum mechanics around it. I'm gonna share with you um, a little, uh, I was gonna say experiment, but it's not an experiment. I'm gonna share with you a theory, okay? So the quantum theory is the observer theory. And if I can find the right video for you, I will actually put it in the show notes. Um, there's a really cool cartoon version of it there. I was actually having a look at some of them today and like some of the quantum physicists, like I have no idea what they're saying, no idea, but there's a really great cartoon cartoon that will help. So the observer, and it's not even a theory now. What is it? It's a, the effect. Thank you. Got it. Now in the experiment they ran, It was all about watching how particles behave. Now, let me just take a step back. Let me just put the pieces together for you. We are particles. We are made up of these particles. And everything on the planet is made up of these particles. And they're all just buzzing around at different vibrations, depending on, um, like I said, depending on the the amount of space between your particles, depending on... um, all sorts of really sciencey stuff that I'm not going to go into. Now, probably because I wouldn't be very good at explaining it. Can you tell? Now, the the quantum, um, sorry, the the observer effect is all about what happens to these particles when they're being observed. So the experiment is that when these particles are left to their own devices, they do the weirdest things. Okay, they they basically defy the laws as we know them of physics because they just go wherever they want. Okay, and have a look at the experiment. You'll know what I mean by go wherever they want. Now, 
They couldn't work out why they acted this way. So they added in an observer. They added in someone to watch what these particles did or a device to watch what these particles did. And they literally changed their behavior. And their behavior changed to the outcome that the scientists thought they should have had in the first place. Boom, right? Because the observer actually affects the outcome of the particles. So this is why focus is so important because if you're focusing on what you don't want, well, your particles are all over it. They are all over getting what you don't want. So you must build the muscle of focusing on what you do want and feeling it, feeling it like you've already got it. When you know what you want, then you've got to get into a place where you can hear it, see it, feel it, know it, have fun with it, get engaged with it. You know, if it's a relationship that you're calling in, then get super clear on what you want to create. Like, who is this human? What is this relationship? And I don't mean, I am not one of those list people as in write a list of your perfect man or perfect woman, but get really clear on how you want to feel. I want to feel valued. I want to feel worthy. I want to feel heard. I want to feel happy. I want to feel joyous. I want to feel playful. I want to feel sexy. So get really clear on how you want to feel in the relationship that you're calling in. Because once you know where you're headed and you've got your particles focused on what you want to create, then you've got all of your energy focused in the one direction and heading in the one direction. Okay. The last thing I want to touch on is when it comes to our focus, we create a new focus and we're heading in a direction. Now we're heading in a direction of becoming a new human being. We are already this person that's focused on what we don't want, all of this, the unresourceful things. Okay. Now we need to go on a journey from who we were to who we are becoming. Now, this journey is not necessarily easy and straightforward. So you have to stay focused on what you want to achieve. Because once you step out of who you used to be towards who you're becoming, you step into liminal space, which is the space between. This is an area where your brain can freak out a little bit. This is where habits don't stick because your brain's like, oh my God, I'm out in wonderland. I don't know what to do. And you need to keep conscious, remain conscious, stay focused on what you want to create. Because every time you get snapped back to the old version of you, you want to be able to keep moving forward again. Okay. So liminal space, be aware of it. Once you've created your focus and taken your first step, you're in it. So even though you might take a couple of steps back, just refocus and keep moving towards the outcome you want to create and the human you're becoming. So today we've talked about particles, we've talked about focus, we've talked about Stephen Covey, we've talked about a number of things. You want to create a vision to work to move towards. You've got to write it in that journal. You've got to feel it, see it, think it, know it, and get your reticular activating system focused on that. And every time it gets pulled back to the negativity bias, you just have to refocus. Keeping in mind, I don't want you to be on your case and constantly like, oh, I've just snapped back again. 
Every step forward is a step forward. You cannot go all the way back. So please just know every step forward is a win. Just keep focused on the wins. That is it for today. Uh, Podcast number eight is all about what's blocking you, which is the next flow on from this. I trust that today was valuable for you and I look forward to next time. Thanks and bye for now. Hey everyone, I want to say a huge thank you for joining me today. I have had so much fun hanging with you lot. Can I ask that you share this podcast with friends and family and colleagues because it would be super cool if we could share this work with the world, you know, so we can really make a difference, not only to our lives, but the lives of others. So thank you. And you know what? If you want bonus points, it'd be super cool if you could leave a review. I would appreciate it. Thanks again. I've loved having you. I'm so looking forward to the next one. And please remember, anyone can change.